All right, we're live here uh, to record. We're here live to record uh, yep. the next episode of We Have a Microphone. And uh, as always, I'm happy to report that we do still have a microphone. Nobody's mm-hmm. stolen it. Nope. Uh, it almost fell off the table one time, but I caught it in like a really dramatic fashion. Uh, Michael Bay was there directing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slime. There, so, there was a. Pigeons, Spons. white pigeons. That's not, that's John Woo. That's John Woo. Or doves. That's a white pigeon. Is a, it white pigeon? a white I think, pigeon? I think, they're, I think they're pretty similar. It's maybe, <laughs> biologically. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Doves are just white pigeons. Let's just be clear. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, anyhow, uh, we, we do still have a microphone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm Hampton. I'm Michael. And should I repeat again that we have a microphone? No. Compelling no. radio. Compelling Radio. I don't think it. I don't think it counts as radio. No. No. But. That's... But Michael, what better qualifications for this gig? I don't know. That we have a microphone. Yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, All right. So this is the time in the episode for people who haven't. We have no guests. It's just us. No. Sorry. Out, like always. Um, and uh, this is the time in the episode where Michael goes and makes us a cocktail. I'm going to go do that right now. Cool. So, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, we're starting a new segment this week, which is while make Michael makes a cocktail, uh, I am going to search Twitter for the phrase, what is the deal with? Uh, and I'm going to try to answer these questions that are on Twitter. Um, I'm a good site. I'm a Seinfeld fan, a uh, pretty big Seinfeld fan. So what's the deal with, uh, <clears throat> let's see. First one I see. What's the deal with the Wolf Pack and having two different jerseys if they just wear the same white jerseys every game? Hashtag just wear navy. I don't know what this person is referring to. Uh, I think it's a football. I think it's a sports ball term of some sort. What is the Wolf Pack? I don't know. Uh, we should open the uh, the Mixler chat room. Maybe some straight guys can tell us what's going on. Um, yeah. So... So I have no answer for that. Uh, what's the deal with age differences? <laughs> so that was somebody. I don't. Uh, they're different. Um, I don't know. What does that all mean? Well, uh, who, who tf cares as long as you're consenting space space age? What's no parentheses the problem? LMAO. Uh, so I guess they're talking about relationships with yeah, a big age difference. That uh, I think that there is a big deal, somewhat, for a reason, which is that people at different phases of their life will sometimes have trouble finding symbiosis and mutual respect. Symbiosis? So, yeah, symbiosis. That's an important part of any relationship. Yeah. That you're kind of, you know what, you This is the part of the show where Michael gets ice. Sorry. Um, you know, like, uh, you're kind of feeding into each other what you're both looking for and trying to improve on that. So, like, you know, if you're 20 years old and you're dating an 80-year-old... Like you might not share all the same, uh, all the same interests and concerns, right? You're like, I'm trying to start my career. So he's like, I want to live on a boat. Um, okay, here goes another one. What's the deal with floor slapping? What? Uh, I want to ask what's the deal with a lot of these. I think this must be a sports thing because somebody says it's a major at OU, and I guess that's Ohio University. Uh, I was gonna say Oklahoma. Oklahoma, you know, it could be uh, any any number of O-based states. <laughs> um, could be Oberlin University. I think it's Oberlin. Uh, 
Um, okay, let's see. Here's another one. I'm ashamed to ask at this point, but what's the deal with Hillary and yoga? Clinton? I, I'm guessing Clinton. Uh, I didn't know Hillary Clinton did yoga. Uh, Hillary Clinton yoga. Is Yoga Gate the next uh, Hil Hillary's Bizarre but Calculating Revelations? Uh, I guess she admitted that she does yoga. So that's that's I I'm so not interested in if Hillary does or does not do is yoga. Thing? Is that controversial? I don't know. Yoga Gate. Maybe she said like, "Oh, I like doing yoga," but nobody's ever seen her doing yoga. So everyone, you know, if you want to attack her, you're like, oh, she's just lying. Is it on her private yoga server in upstate New York? Actually, somebody did make that joke. Ah. Um, okay. So I made a cocktail and I oh, wait, made what? a corpse reviver number two. Ooh. What's number one? Ah, uh, so I think we have different spirits. Ooh. It's got absinthe in it. Mm-hmm. I can smell it. So it's a gin... Lemon, uh, triple sec, uh, lillet, uh, mix in cool pots, and then you add a dash of absinthe at the end. All right. There you go. Uh, I think it's pretty nice. I like it. It does taste. I first had it when we were in Prague, actually. At Hemingway Bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That was the first time I had one. Also, it was the first time I ever liked absinthe. It was in a different place in Prague. In Prague, yeah. And we went to, like, an absinthe tasting. Hmm. Uh, done by really a cool. bartender who we befriended yeah. because basically Michael and I, like our friendship group, there's people who are friends that are not bartenders and then a lot of friends that are bartenders. Yeah. I don't know what that says about us, but, uh, hmm. no. So if anyone's looking for tips when they go to Prague, I think we've already talked or about bartender your, friends, if you're looking for friend. bartender friends. Yes. Um, we can also recommend those. Yeah. Um, Especially if you like absinthe. That's true. Or if you don't like absinthe. Yeah, 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 that's true. If you don't, like, absinthe is really good, and I don't even like licorice that much, mm. but, like, there's, there's so many different types of flavors I was going to say, there's a lot of variation, more than I first thought when I had absinthe, maybe for the first time. Uh, I've got one more, what's the deal with. Okay. Go for Just because Twitter is showing this to me, and I can't. Yeah. Um, what's the deal with gay boys and Celine Dion? Huh. I I'm gonna say there isn't one because yeah, I, I feel like as two gay boys, um, I'm not. I am long. I'm long gone from a boy, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I man. Do, I do not like Celine Dion. I mean, well, I find there's nothing of value. She, I don't know. She's Although she won Eurovision, she did believe, win Eurovision, so, which is or at least she cool. participated. Maybe she didn't win. I don't know. Oh, um, who she, re oh, she represented? It was like Switzerland or something, I think. Um, um, maybe you want to explain what your vision is for our non-European listeners. Oh, uh, are there any? Uh, so Eurovision is a singing competition uh, where it's like, imagine if everyone took their American Idol winners from different countries and then just pitted them against each other in a big mega... Um, American Idol style competition, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and they all perform like the country sings like, a song. I think it's like Miss America or Miss Universe. Yeah, that's, that's mixed true. with American Idol. Like a singing yeah. contest. Um, and I find it 
yeah, I was trying to think of a comparison where America or the USA competes in international competitions. And I guess, like, Olympics came up. But I was like, all the major sports competitions are all intra-US. Yeah. Well, so it's, like, the third most watched event in the world or something like that? It's huge. It's amazing the number of Americans who are... uh, uh, and yeah. Canadians for our Canadian listeners who I see yeah. uh, sitting in the chat room. Um, you know, yeah, people don't know what it is, which is crazy because it's, it's like... And, and I mean, it's great because you get a range of super weird Euro techno music. You get lots of operatic oh, stuff. It's freaking crazy. Yeah, it's, it and, is crazy. I mean, often the best part is the commentary, which... Um, yeah, so each country, as it's broadcast in each country, they have they don't get to control what's shown like the video feed, but they have a commentator speaking in whatever language that matches. So uh, we, we are obviously the English language one is from England, from the UK, mm-hmm. um, where who normally does it? It's a, so it's been Graham Norton for a while. He's uh, well known here. Yeah. I think um, he has a chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, I'm looking forward to this year. It's the 60th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, a drag performer won. Uh, yes. Uh, Conchita Vust. A is... woman with a beard. Yep. A beautiful looking woman yeah, yeah, with gorgeous. a giant beard. Um, and so, yeah. And also like the winner hosts it next year. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be in Austria when they won. Last yeah. Year, yeah. We were like, was cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's Eurovision. And by the way, uh, Celine Dion did win. Oh, yeah, there you go. 1988 Eurovision. 1988. 88. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was Renee who made it So you don't know enough of that. So no, I don't even know. I, I missed that. She's always talking about Renee, her husband. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, the only Renee I know is Renee Russo. No, he's like 73. He's like much, much older than her. Oh, I thought she was. I guess this old. goes back. To what's the difference? Oh, what's, what, the, what's age? the big what's the <gasps> big deal with age difference? Beautiful full circle. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, no, wait, she, she's only forty six. Oh, 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 she's so young. Yeah, I thought she was like uh, Barbara Streisand age. Mm-mm. I don't know how how old is Babs. <laughs> uh, I'd say Babs is sixty seven. Let's see. I would. Oh, I like Barbara. Str- There's Barbara Streisand's article, and then it's like disambiguation, the Barbara Streisand effect. Oh! Like, let's just go look at the photo cool, of her cool. house. Uh, she's se- Bar- uh, Bar- Babs is 72. Wow. So she and Renee. I thought she was much closer. I thought Celine Dion was much older, mm-hmm. apparently, than she actually is. You just thought she had a lot of work done? Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's had any work done, to be honest. I mean, she no. wouldn't need to. 40, 40 whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying she's looking good for yeah. her. For her age. Of <laughs> 46. Anyway, uh, for, for people Does that make who... her 14 years older than me only? That's true. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm old. So for, for people who... Uh, for two gay guys who claimed to not care about Celine Dion... We've we talked sure about, about her an awful lot. And Barbara Streisand. Wow. Uh, we're just playing into all the stereotypes, right? Like now. how we said Babs synchronously. Babs. Yeah. Um... Anyway, uh, I want to talk about something that's very close to our hearts right now, uh, and that oh wait, wait not I, not right now. I've got I've got curious 
phase one. Well, it's no, it's it shouldn't be that curious. It's a uh, theme parks. I feel mm. like this is a rich load that we can uh, <laughs> tap into. What? I like the segue there. It, 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 there wasn't a segue. Should be like, has Celine Dion ever performed at Disneyland? Uh, so I could have gone maybe. Uh, I also don't know the age of Dolly Parton. Let's look up her age. Oh, oh have Dolly you ever been to That's Dollywood? Good. Okay, we'll cut out that bit that w- wasn't a segue and re-edit in the segue. Yeah. So I haven't. Right been on top to, of it. I haven't been to Dollywood. No. You but have you been to another? I don't even know what's in Dollywood. Not much. Is I it think. is it roller coasters or is it like Graceland? Is it like her house? No, it's a theme park. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I imagine it's like Duff Gardens or something. <laughs> it's like a river ride, and there's like I don't know personifications. But Mike in the chat says that that was the Lintorn Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna coin this. Yeah, it was uh, a pretty Lintorn Segway. Yeah. Um, no, so I I haven't been to Dollywood. But no, it's in. Yeah, I've never it? been it's in, in, it's in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's just wait. You know that kind of crappy park we went to in England. What was it called? Uh, I hope you're not referring to uh, the Chessington World of Adventures. No, that's not where we went. Oh, where was it? No, Wicksteed Park. Wicksteed Park. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dolly World is basically Dollywood. Dollywood is basically Wicksteed Park. Okay. Both so that's so so for people who aren't listening, Wixie Park is like Dollywood but British. And there's no Dolly Park. See for people who aren't listening. Oh wait, sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> If you're not paying attention, attention. to this episode. No, uh Wixie Park is like a county fair, I guess. No, it's permanent though. Oh it's permanent. No, it's where it's okay. It's like B level theme parks where basically they're not really that themed. There's like small right. themed. So it's more an uh, amusement park. Actually, I think they're C level. We C park. I can go with a system for this. Okay. Yeah, I think it's C because that is all your rides have been bought off the shelf. Yeah. So there's the companies that make right. them, and it's permanent versions yeah. of what might like travel. a pirate ship that swings like a pendulum. And... Yeah, and it's not particularly themed or customized right. in any sort of way. Uh, and then there's large segments of the park that are completely and entirely. Yeah. Not even pretending to have a theme. Like, maybe your food area has a theme, and then everything else is just, our theme is concrete and a gate. Um, yeah. So, Wixie Park is that. And I think Dollywood is similar. So, um, um, I kind of uh, want to talk about, there's, there's, a, there's a park called Thorpe Park in the UK, which is one of the big, maybe, like, three. I, I, and I put that as a B. No, 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 that's B. Um, so, it's, like, maybe, like, a Bush Gardens pretty solid uh they have this uh a saw ride uh yeah, they do. based on saw. the um the movie franchise film franchise the horror thing um and it's kind of amazing because they have they have two rides actually they have a walk through haunted house kind of thing where actors jump out at you and then they have a roller coaster and the queue for the for them it's basically the easiest thing because they're like we need to make this like creepiest scariest experience so they put up these giant chain link fences with barbed wire at the top and like ferry you through this maze. And it's like, oh, it's kind of fitting in with the theming of Saw and you're going into a warehouse and you're going to be tortured or whatever. But it's also the, the like laziest, worst um, queue, I guess, if it wasn't themed, which it was. Technically. Yeah, technically they themed it very well. 
So by the way, I'm looking at photos of Dollywood. I'm gonna upgrade it to a B, I think. Oh, really? It looks pretty well themed. All but it, it looks off the shelf. I mean, yeah, the rides are off the shelf, but okay. the theming around them is not. Okay, so, so it's like Thor. So I don't know what theming you need at a Dolly Parton themed park. No, it's just country. It looks like barns, uh, and yeah, there's like okay. cute little lambs. They have a water and... park as well. Yeah. Holy moly! I'm checking out the website. It's pretty exciting. We're gonna have to go. I know, I think we do have to go, actually. No, my, my next one on the list is Bush Gardens in Virginia. Yeah. Col wait, it's Colonial Williamsburg, right? Oh, is it? Or it's outside of Williamsburg. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that sounds familiar. Mm. Um, maybe there's two. That could be two. Mm. No. I don't know. Anyhow. Um, so, uh, yeah, B-level is oh, yeah, yeah, fairly consistent theming. The Catling classification. Of yeah, B-level parks, fairly consistent theming. Uh, that is like, you know, you're not using, like, there's lamps, there's like... There's uh, lamps? <laughs> yeah, like lighting. Lighting is done... A B-level theme park has lighting. <laughs> yeah, so like, C would be, they use like whatever you use to light a parking lot. Oh, yeah. Is a thing they'll fall back to. Just flood <laughs> like, lights. Just floodlights. <laughs> um, I think B requires like, they've done a little work. All like all the lights. all the paths are naturally yeah. are meant to look like somewhere else. Like everywhere you go you can say which theme you're in. Yeah. Um there I think that's the first level that's actually considered a theme park and the word theme. Yeah. So maybe and then like A this, level is your six flags or um that kind of stuff. Yeah, six flags. Uh and then A level is obviously your universal and your Disney's where everything is mm -hmm. hyper designed and Teams of people worked on each path you're looking at, and yeah. debates and meetings and millions of dollars on exactly how that the edge of that bench should look. Um, so that's a level. So there you go. That's the Catlin system for. But even you, you also have like pluses and minuses. It's like an A plus park versus an A minus park. I don't know. Wait, do you only go on theming, or do you go on like okay, for example? Uh, Disney's MGM Studios slash Hollywood Studios slash whatever they're going to call it next mm -hmm. um, is less of a good part compared with... Uh, yeah, but this is a level system, not a rating system. Okay. Like, it's not how much do I like the park. I think there's, but, but there's orders of magnitude different spending and way that they operate between yeah. these But obviously things. there are quantitative differences... I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, but, like, uh, differences like the flow of guests through MGM Studios is a lot more difficult than Islands of Adventure, right? And that's a more easy to pin down yeah. difference. It's not just, like, do I like the rides at Islands of Adventure more than uh, MGM Studios. Right. Wait, I, I think the parks cost roughly the same to maintain yeah, and, and yeah, to expand yeah, an area. Like, <clears throat> I mean, the only one I can think of those a real disaster was the California Adventures yeah. expansion, its initial. So it used to be, see, by the way, this is why we're such a popular podcast, because we right. just randomly pick nerdy topics. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is like our X-Files episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Um, Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, so uh, there's Disneyland, which is the first Disney park in Anaheim. in Anaheim, California, and it's beautiful, very well done. Uh, and then they used so they had the park; it's kind of tiny, 
And then across the street was the parking lot. So they had this whole, it's about the same size of, as the park, because that's what you did in 1955. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't own any of the land around it at the time. So then what happened was, you know, the park did well, they didn't have enough room though, or did super well. And so that's why they went to Orlando and bought up shitloads of land and then have been expanding there forever. Um, but the home turf of California, they wanted to do something with. So they basically, uh, I believe they buried a lot of the parking lots. So built an underground parking mm. garage and then on top built a park and that's California Adventures. So there's a park now where the parking lot used to be and they kind of face each other, which is really yeah. charming. There's like a square. Oh, so nice. Yeah, there's a square where basically you can stand in the middle and see the gates of both. Yeah. Uh, and then parks. Sorry, I mean, I know both of them are smaller and they're not going to expand as much as Walt Disney World, which is the complex in Orlando. But the fact that you can walk from one park to the other, the fact that Downtown Disney, or whatever they call it, do they call it that? I think so. It's yeah. like Downtown Disney yeah. is the shopping area and there's restaurants, really good restaurants, actually. Yeah. And like the fact that all of that is in walking distance of each other, oh, it's so much better than Orlando, where you have to drive to anything and. I don't know. Or take a bus. Oh, oh, oh the bus system. The bus system is pretty horrendous. It really is. Um, uh, right. But yeah, so they built this... When they first expanded California Adventures, uh, they didn't spend a lot of money on it. Um, I think it was $1.1 billion, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. But for the cost of taking one of your most popular theme parks, taking away its parking lot digging underground and then putting a whole theme park on top it's pretty cheap yeah um and the reviews for that park were pretty crappy yeah um and it's it's the first instance in the entirety of uh disney's parks where they violated what's called the berm uh what were you looking at yeah 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 so when you're in uh disneyland the very tiny park that is right next to a highway um, then, like, you will never look outside the park. You will always see a wall or an edge or what looks like a little hill, and that's called a berm. It's where they take a bunch of land and then they, like, push the dirt up to make, like, a little mound, and you can't see over the mound. It has trees on it. So uh, Disneyland itself has a berm all the way around it, so you can't see the highway or hear it, uh, and that's how they transport you. So when they first opened California Adventures, I'm oh sorry, this is also true for the other parks. They never allow you to see back buildings or anything like uh, other parks use it. Like in Orlando, there's a lot of woods, so you can just see the right. woods, but that's fine. Um, uh, they use berm where you might see a show building, like Haunted Mansion, you see the house. There's a giant warehouse behind it, which is where the ride actually is. And they use perspective and stuff to stop that. Anyhow, California Adventures opens... And they have one part where you can just be in the park, standing on a main pathway, and there was a chain leak fence, and you could see the highway. And the reviews of this park were terrible. Like, it was crazy. Like, they really screwed themselves with it. Uh, turned, so, like, four years later, uh, they make a decision to, I think, spend... I'm just pulling these numbers out of my butt, but it's it's over a billion dollars. It was more than the original cost of construction. Right. Like to upgrade the park or something. Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. Upset. Like they, it shows how much they underspent because they realized they took their most charming park. Because Disneyland's the one that every inch is perfect. Like it really is. Right. Like 
I hadn't been to last year, but it really now I get why Disneyland is is so beloved compared mm-hmm. to Magic Kingdom. Um, but it seems like every inch is thought of. And then they build this park across the street where you could look through a chain link fence at a highway um, and kind of breaks the magic, especially when they're right next to each other. I feel like if that was in Florida, maybe it wouldn't have been as bad or another city, but it's, it's worse when you're like, here's the tiny charming. Anyhow, so uh, California Adventures now is a pretty damn good park. And the the refurb did, uh, added Carsland, which is very Mm. popular. And I find there's, there's maybe a little irony in the fact that they, it's so badly because you could see a highway and then built a cars land where well, you could you see a highway drive yeah. in cars and that was the main cars land is crazy cars land's really good okay imagine i don't even i i've never even seen cars so but you walk into the a film sorry this is the pixar film yeah. cars land. i've never it's seen like, cars i've never seen cars yeah i've never seen you the grew pixar up in film a cars. very rural pennsylvania <laughs> amish community so like, <laughs> that's funny uh, you like walk into a canyon, basically. You feel like you're in a cartoon canyon, mm-hmm. like Roadrunner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. it's totally. You're like all of a sudden, and it's so all encompassing and huge it's that you're like, really good. you're like, holy shit, I'm in a canyon. Right. Like it really, really works. Um, and I really like California Adventure. Also, it helps that you can drink. It so is it's like Epcot. Uh, so Epcot, you can drink. Uh, mm. There are like very few places you can drink at Disney. So here's our secret. So you walk into California Adventures. There's a wine place when mm. you kind of walk in, uh, which mostly restaurant, and it's like California wine country. Yeah, it's like um, Napa. Road. It's like Napa. No, no, no. It's but there's Napa. a big restaurant. Ignore the restaurant unless you're hungry. You can do that. There's a little stair that goes up, like kind of back behind the restaurant yeah. a little bit. It's just an anonymous stair. It's yeah. super crazy. And you walk up it, and there's a bar up there with a full cocktail menu, and it looks out over the park. And, it's a really good cocktail. And they keep it super, like, hidden. Yeah. Um, it closes before the light. fireworks and yeah. light show. Yeah. Uh, which kind of stinks. Because um, it'd be amazing to watch from up there. Yeah. But, uh, but it was, anyhow, that's our... Uh, yeah, part tip. There's a whole podcast called Drinking at Disney. Right. Um, which I feel you like should. I'm sure they'd cover this. Yeah. But uh, go to the... If you're ever at uh, California Adventures, make yeah, sure to... Before you go see the uh, World of Color... Yes, I think it's what it's called. Um, but it's super weird also having a little bit of a buzz on and going around Disney. Like, I'd been to theme parks <laughs> a lot, and, uh, well, actually, both that time, I, you know, had a couple of cocktails before we ate, and I was just, like, wandering around a theme park, and I'm like, holy shit, like, it was almost like a, um, no one knows I'm drunk, but I, you know, I had a couple of cocktails, and then I think I did a similar thing, so we were at the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot which is awesome and you should totally go because yeah you can you go and drink wine from france and germany and italy and again i was wandering around the lagoon of Epcot just having drunk all these nations uh alcohol and uh it was really awesome and i was i was a little bit tipsy as well and uh theme parks are pretty good i'm gonna start taking a flask i think when i go to magic kingdom now yeah uh that's not a take, problem. Take a little That's nip. normal. Everyone no, does. No, no, no. It's the open secret that every single exactly. dad there yeah. taking a little nip. When you're around kids for that long, you need you need some entertainment. Oh my gosh. There's nothing more fun than being at a park and doing angry dad watching. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Because I was surprised at how few DILFs that were. I was expecting more DILFs, yeah, it's not but lot. it's just angry dads. Yeah. Angry dads. Nope. Um, yeah. They're just like... 
Yeah. It's, it's, I, so I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's, it looks like you're watching people who are being tortured. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's crazy. And it's also like, you're, um, in Orlando, especially, uh, there are so many British people there. It's, um, it's like you're in an exclave or something. You're like uh, standing in line and just listening to like couples snipe at each other. Oh, yeah, that's what's Oh, it's just, well, if you uh, hadn't kept them up last night. Or like, there's a ton, they have a ton of kids and they're not queuing properly. And the parents are like, no, wait, no, don't hold a hand. Come on, come on, come on. Get it, come on. No, keep it up. Put that down. Keep it up. Put that down. Put it. Uh, and then the kids start crying. Uh, oh my gosh, it's amazing. It makes me really happy we don't have kids. Yeah. To being dinks. Exactly. Cheers. Dink. Um, so it was the dink that stands for dual income, no kids. Mm-hmm. Actually, right now we're ninks. No income, no, no kids. kids. That's so. true. But we have um, a podcast but, and a microphone. And we can sell that. So we're we doing it. pretty well, everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The chat room seems to agree with the uh, angry dads being kind of really enjoyable. When they're not your angry dad and you're not a kid. Uh, right, obviously. But when you're just sat on a bench, it's pretty amazing. Yep. Um, also, we went to the new Haunted Mansion shop. Um, and I oh, feel like we should yeah. post a picture. Maybe that's maybe that's more of a Halloween-themed thing. But um, Well, you can post it to the Wham Show Twitter account right now. That's true. You should all follow us on at the Wham Show? Or yeah, at, at Wham, Wham Show. Show. At Wham Show. So we got these. Uh, they opened... Uh, what's it called? Does it say on here? I can't remember now. Uh... Memento Mori. Mori. Yeah. Uh, and sorry, it's a little shop that's just Haunted Mansion now. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. Down Orlando. Especially. And it has cool things in it. Um, so we got these. I'm sorry, I forgot it. We got these. They take your photo. Sorry. Right. There's a thing where they take your photo and then they mail you a. What's it called? Like. Yeah, what are those? They, they used a word to be. For it. They used to be uh, like postcards of this. And it's, 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 like, it's like that edge plastic yeah. where as you move your head, it you changes what you see. Like when you, yeah, that's stuff when you draw, <laughs> that's your, draw your nails over So it. you're a zombie, and then oh, I was going to hold it. Oh, oh. Wait, I was going to try and angle This is good radio. Sorry if you're not just watching live. Right. Yep. This is we really should take as long as we can. I know. Oh, there we go. Done it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Good. Okay, good. Good. Every second counts on this show. I know. Uh, anyway, um, you get this one of those. Look, like, anybody weird... who's listening to us right now does not have a lot going on. That's true. If you're stuck on Muni or Aww. like, what? Well, it's fine. It's fine. We're hanging out with them. I'm sure it must have a name. Um, anyway, yeah. So the, you get this the like magic eye pictures. So, the, but they're like uh, big photographs, so like ten right. by eight. So we're gonna totally mount these. We love Halloween, so we're gonna mount these in our house. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, Jeremy just said. I have a lot going on. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I know. I know you do, Eric. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we're going to mount these in our house during Halloween because it's like a cool, it makes you into a zombie and then a regular person and then a zombie. And uh, they're pretty badass. Um, yeah, which, okay, so we also had, uh, since I guess this is now our theme park episode, I'm going to have to come clean about this publicly. Um, and I actually dreamed about it the other is night. Is this the conference? Oh, that's a good story. Well, okay, I'm going to start with something simpler. I'm going to start okay. with something simpler. Uh, so, you know, we're 
theme park fans. Yes. But we're not, like, crazy Disney fans. Like, you know, people who are, like, oh, I know way into Disney. And, like, Disney's great. I mean, the parks are cool and the company's fine, whatever. It's a big right. corporation, whatever. I love like, getting fucked up at Epcot. Yeah, you do. Um, but, like, I'm not, like, I don't know, you know, people are just, like, ah. Oh, animated movies and they're just they're like some cult like some cult we're not into that and there's a there are people who go to the theme parks who it's called pin trading and they buy pins and they put them on their lanyard and when you walk around it's the people you see with all these pins on their lanyards and they typically are super fans of disney parks uh, and I was always bewildered by them and thought it was stupid and don't like, there's whole conferences on pen trading, like buying these stupid little pens and putting them on your thing. And I figured like, we go to the, we go to <laughs> this past year, we've been to every, uh, Western hemisphere, Disney park, uh, in like in one year. And I think we almost did it the year before too. So <laughs> we're kind of making our rounds. And at that point, like, just do as the natives do. Yeah. You know? So we bought lanyards. And for every day we spend at a park, we're buying a pen. Yep. Uh, so I'm coming out now admitting yep. that if you are listening to this and you previously respected me for some reason, you can now lose that respect. Because I own a lanyard that has Disney pens on it. Yep. Uh, mostly retro futurist pens, though. Nothing cutesy. That's true. I don't like no that princesses. stuff. No princesses. Wait, you say none of that stuff yet. You started this out with... It's true. It's not a cult. It, sound, it sounded like a Scientology pen. No, don't worry about yeah. the fact that I now have a lanyard. Um, but um, yeah, we... We, we did. And that. it and is kind four, of fun. It is kind of fun because they have a ton of pens. And you're like, we were in Epcot and I bought a British flag one because, you know, whatever. And then Because you're British. Because I'm British. And then we bought one for the hotel we were staying at for one of the days. And you know, it's... I don't know. We don't have enough disposable Well, and they're different in every shop. So as you're working through the park, you have to go check. Right. um, For the ones you like. And so there's this whole thing where you're supposed to do pen trading, which that means you're supposed to be able to go up to somebody Mm. and then negotiate trading pens. Yeah. So any employee of the park who has a lanyard with these pins on, you're supposed to be able to say, I have this pin. I want yours. Yeah. Um, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that either. Because uh, we're doing this like mementos of our Yeah, and trips. also crippling social anxiety. <laughs> it's true. Like, what, if, what if they're like, what the hell are you doing? I'm not giving you my pins. Or like, oh, that's... So, so, so there's another funny story at a bus stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we just decided we're going to get lanyards. We're going to buy our first pin. And we did mm-hmm. that. And the next morning... We just had one. We one just pen. had one. Our first one. one. Pin, our first Big pin. deal. Breakthrough. And we were standing at the bus stop, and this adorable, like, six-year-old girl who just had, like, three pins, all of, like, princesses. I think she had a Cinderella one and then Elsa one. And she, like, comes up to Hampton and is like, hey, um, do you want to, like, trade pins? And Hampton's like... No. Uh, no. I'm like, no. And uh, this girl, she didn't cry. I was like, hashtag bitch, please. But she was close. No, she, she wasn't. She was tearing Don't up. Don't say that. Was she? No. 
but I oh, like to make terrible. you feel You're bad. You're the worst. Um, no, no, I no, told no, her. I, I was like, very nice. And you spoke to her mom afterwards as well. Like, I was like, this is my, this is my first, first pin, and I really want to keep it. And I'm 32 years old. I'm a 32 year old. And man. I should be able to keep my first Disney pin. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, you didn't say that, but I was thinking that as you were um, doing that. Oh, we got a question. Anyway. Is there a Duffy pin? There is most definitely oh, oh, a Duffy yeah, pin. Yeah. There are a lot of Duffy pens. When we go to Tokyo Disney or Tokyo Disney yeah. Sea, well, actually, no, I found a ton of Duffy at LA. I didn't find as much in at, Orlando. Uh, the other one is mine, but I'm uh, totally gonna get a Duffy pen. Yeah, Melissa so will we'll mail you one. Yeah, um, yeah. So we did pen trading. Mm. Uh, it was the other story. The other story was the conference. Story. All right. So years ago, uh, maybe five years ago, yeah, something like that. Um, I was asked to speak at a technical conference that takes place at uh, <clears throat> one of the theme parks. Okay, well, I'll say the theme park. I'm not going to say the conference because they're lovely people. I just don't want to. Because um, they were super kind. But anyhow, sorry. Story. Got to get to the story part. So it was at uh, Hollywood Studios, which is about to be renamed. But yeah. So I'm sticking with MGM Studios. It's one of the parks in Orlando. And they were like, hey, will you come talk at our conference? And it's in the park. You, It's a right, technical you, conference. It's not you, about parks. You go behind like the Muppets area and the San yeah. Francisco thing. There's like an auditorium then, secretly yeah. in the park. It's pretty weird. And it's like they're holding the conference there. So I was like, yes, I will come to Orlando and go to a theme park to do a conference talk. I do a lot of conference talks and I wish all of them were at Disney. Uh, that would be just fine with me. Um Anyhow, so I go to this conference, and I decide to talk about my love of theme parks and, like, software design and how that relates to theme park design, uh, something I'm pretty passionate about. Um, so I give the talk, and in the talk, I am not a fastidious researcher. I think I'll... Well, actually, I love researching, but, you know, a lot of this is hearsay. I'll be blunt about that. Like, a lot of it is stuff I've read online on blogs and whatever. Like, and I'm not fact-checking. Like, I don't really... It's a conference talk on a non-expert subject. Like, so I'm just having fun talking about the cool stuff going on at these parks. And, mm -hmm. um, and during the talk, I also happened to mention the design of uh, Universal Studios in Orlando. And how their master plan is actually much better planned than uh, um, than uh, than Disney's. Sorry. So the like Disney Walt Disney World, where you have to wait for a bus for thirty minutes to get to the theme park. Oh, yeah, Universal Studios. You can walk from every hotel and everything to every other part. It's very compact and very well designed. And uh, that park used to be a lot worse, and now it's a lot better. So I made the statement. That Universal was now actually higher quality of a visitor experience than Disney. Uh, I didn't... I guess I just thought it was conference attendees in the room. I didn't really think about Disney staff that were in the room. Oh, right. I also mentioned that I thought Hollywood Studios was the worst layout design of any of the Disney parks. Yeah. Um, the park you were currently in. The park I was currently giving in. Giving a talk. Giving from. a talk. From you said it was the worst designed Disney park you've been. It to. is. You basically. I have, know it's terrible. It's terribly it's designed. It's awful. You have to walk from one. I end think to that the may other. be fixing it. There's no but, circle. Right. Um. You have to like 
walk down these weird alleys to even find a, a regular ride. Anyhow, so I give the talk. The audience liked it. I had fun. It was cool. I thought that was done. And I find out the organizer comes up to me. Very nice guy. And he's like, uh, yeah, so there's a Disney staff person running around here who really wants to yell at you. Uh, you might want to leave. Uh, they're really angry and they've been trying to like pull the contract about saying anything about Disney during talks and like they want to know where you got the copyright for your photos because I, I, I use photos of Disney parks in my talk right uh, and how most of it was how cool they were anyhow turns out I pissed off all the Disney staff and they were threatening to kick the whole conference out because of my talk and I felt so horrible um, yeah because this awesome conference organizer asked me to come speak, and I almost got his whole conference kicked out of the park. So because now, whenever we go to Hollywood Studios, Hampton wears a fake beard. And I was a little... I, every time I go, I'm a little bit nervous. It's fine. They don't care. I know they don't care. I just... Right. Now I think the, 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 the conference venue... I think last time we went, it was a Frozen Spectacular. Um, yeah, they're no longer doing. So you don't have to worry. But I like that I was, like infringing on copyright with disney I, and pissing off staff people i felt so terrible i remember we left pretty promptly and went to animal kingdom right well so i like I, I mean it was like the worst case scenario was oh hey you you but should leave this tech conference if, and we paid for you to be here and you yeah. should go to another park and ride more rides it, it was basically awesome. it was pretty terrible um, um if you got banned from the theme park that would have been pretty cool though as a story I guess. like if you'd have been you know like where are you banned from well <laughs> I can't. disney parks um i don't i uh, i'm not proud of being banned from anywhere no like no you shouldn't be um but the other one is oh right, right, right. so we went to animal kingdom which is weird um it's like it's always an afterthought when i first went to disney i did like it it's everyone's afterthought, right? It, it went in in like late nineties. It was it was okay. They had a couple of good rides. Wait, you went when you were a kid? No, no, no. no. Sorry, I'm saying when I went as a kid, that wasn't there as a park. Oh, right. There was and only so, three parks. Right. There are only three Disney parks, and so now I don't really think about it. And there's like one roller coaster, so I'm less. It's a pretty good one, though. Yeah, it is. It's the best Disney roller coaster. Sure, I'll go with it. Yeah. Everest or something? What's it called? Mm -hmm. Exploration. It's Actually, like Expedition Everest. It's amazing. So, as you walk through the queue... Oh, the queue is It is by far the best. So, it it is supposed to take place in, like, the foothills of Everest. Right. So, it's like a, a museum... It is themed perfectly as a museum in the foothills of Everest. Right. Everything is, like, Tibetan. Like, the signs. There's, like, flags. There's, like... You wa you're walking through the museum, and it's all about the Yeti, and, like, it. it is... I think that one blows away. I can't think of another ride. With if you haven't been on this ride, like, like you've been I, on other good rides, you got you got nothing. Like I would just go to go through the queue. And read all the stuff. There's yeah, little... Yeah. Like, because it's all about the flora and the fauna of the Himalayas, and, like... It's a, it's a legit museum, in right. a way. Like, it was really cool. And, um... I yeah, really like it. It's so good. It's and the ride, the, the ride is a really good roller coaster. Yeah. As well. Um, Maybe the only other one, I don't know. I mean, Tower of Terror's mm. thing is pretty good. Yeah, that's the other. Um, it's pretty close. Yeah. I think that's it, though. 
What are the mummies? Pre Ryan, The Revenge of the Mummy. That's cute. That's cute. Brendan Fraser, what a what a big star they got I there. I wonder if that. I thought I heard something Is about he that dead? rebooting that. No, I don't know what he does. <laughs> um, yeah, they're rebooting that, and also they're rebuilding King Kong. Yeah, the original Universal Studios ride is coming back now. I don't wait. Is it going to be the same as the original or no? So they kept the one in. So there used to be a ride. I assume if people were kids or alive back in the early nineties, when Universal was building their parks, they cut a signature ride at Jaws, which is now gone. Yeah, it's now Harry Potter, and also they had uh, King Kong, and it would be like you'd be on a tram, and King Kong would like there was a big animatronic King Kong, and he had. Banana scented breath. Really? Yeah, he did. I didn't remember that. Yeah, totally. It I was just... that cheap spelling banana too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was their whole thing. It was okay. I remember even being a kid, not being afraid, and that's. Oh no! You know, I was young. So. I was afraid of Jaws as a kid. That was the one I was really afraid of. Oh, an earthquake! I, so I like, cried. What ride were you during... not afraid of as a kid? Uh, Tower of Terror. Really? Loved you were not afraid of Tower of Terror. That was my. The favorite. thing about ghosts in a deadly elevator. Yep. yep. That was my favorite. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I, that is the one thing you weren't afraid of. Yeah, I think it's like, it's like Tara There's Tara. so many rides you didn't go on as a kid when you came, being a little sure. British kid, an adorable British kid. Right. With his, with his so, adorable British family who had no idea about America. So I definitely remember not being allowed on Alien Encounter, which is now the stick ride. I thought you didn't want to go. No, I wasn't allowed. I was like, oh, I'd like to do this. And my parents like, no, it's too often. I was like eight, seven. Hmm. So I wasn't allowed on that. Uh, Space Mountain was closed. I remember that because I was upset. And no, every other, sorry, Jaws freaked me out because, I don't know, a shark coming out of the water. <laughs> Earthquake, I was petrified because I just thought we were getting on a tram somewhere, I think. I didn't really? really. I didn't really realize stuff was going to happen. I just thought it was like, oh, you know, you get so earthquake the ride. You you like get on a bot train kind of. It is supposed to be a ride. It's supposed just yeah. like here in San Francisco. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then there's like an earthquake happens. And it's the Embarcadero Station, right? No, you're at Oakland, and you're going to Embarcadero. All oh, right, when right, the right, earthquake right. Happens. And there's earthquake. Oh. I'm, I'm doing the bunny. Is, yeah, um, happens. And then you like go up and down, and like water comes down, and there's fireballs. Yeah, you're in a you're in a, you you go into Embarcadero Station and watch Embarcadero Station get destroyed. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, yeah, that's true. But um, technically, Embarcadero Station's two levels, and they clearly don't right, show that. Right, right, right. So it's this is pretty, this is BS. Pretty terrible. Yeah. What's um, up? But I remember being petrified of that. I remember going on King Kong and loving the fact that they film you and you're on the TV. There was like a news report, I think, on the King Kong mm. thing when you're on the cable car. Wait, no, no it's not called a cable car. Yeah. Tram. Tram, yeah. Um, but I love sort out these issues. I think I love that. Um, but now they're maybe bringing back. Oh, oh right, so they're building a huge right. new King Kong ride in section. Right. And it's because a there's huge a new building. film coming out called Skull Island or something, which is maybe a reboot or maybe a sequel. I don't know. Hmm. And that's coming out in like two years. Oh, so it's supposed to be a tie-in, maybe? Yeah, yeah, They only yeah, recently yeah. barely announced it. Like, no, they they've been building... Of... No, they've yeah. been building it forever, oh, but then oh, they only recently the were park. like... Sorry. Yeah, the, sorry, the theme park, they were like... Everyone kind of knew what it was, and then you can see it now, like, this huge mm. thing. Skull Island, maybe. Yeah, um, Yeah, I guess the, that'll be pretty cool. 
No, I, 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 I love it. You can do the skull, like yeah, the whole yeah. building, the show building can look like the mountain. Like, yep. That's going to be pretty yeah, good, but... actually. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Good. Let's go. That's awesome. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, sorry. Well, We're just doing a podcast. In then. like two years. Yeah. Well, we will report back to you when on, on it. Yeah. That's so. Uh, all right. Well, hopefully you've dealt with enough uh, bullcrappy us talking about theme parks. Uh, this drink was delicious, by the way. The absinthe totally makes the drink. It really does. By it's the pretty way. neat. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about absinthe some other episode. Mm. Um, but for now, we're going to go eat dinner because we should have some dinner. We should. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, to all of our Wham Show listeners, we are planning on keeping this microphone. Yep. Can't guarantee we'll have it, uh, but. but our qualifications will most likely stay. Um, yes. So uh, we love awesome. you all and have a good night. Dave, something. <laughs>